Hello, my name is Daryl Speed. I basically was weighing 420 pounds. Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hello, everyone. And today, we're going to be talking with Daryl Speaks. Daryl lost 52 pounds in uh, two months. But first, Karen's going to give you a fit tip, and then we invite back for Daryl. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So today, I want to give you some tips on eating clean. This is part one of a three-part series I want to do. But first, go to Jeremiah 33 and 6, which says, Nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Now, it's very obvious that God wants us to live an abundant life. As in our spiritual lives, we must put in the work when it comes to our physical lives as well. Eating clean for most requires a lifestyle change, but is a growing trend because most people are realizing the health benefits outweigh the effort it requires to change. So here are two tips that will hopefully help you transition to a cleaner way of eating. Number one, eliminate processed foods. It's quite easy to learn about the clean eating lifestyle, but following it can be difficult and a major shock to your body, but in a good way. One of the main foundations of eating clean is cutting out and avoiding processed foods. Doing so will prevent the consumption of unhealthy and sometimes very harmful additives. Processed foods are hard on your body and have been connected to serious health complications, including cardiovascular disease and obesity. They contain so many bad ingredients that are difficult on your liver and for you to digest. And those harmful ingredients and additives are often then stored in the body. Reading the ingredient list and nutritional information on the side of pre-made, packaged, and processed foods can be a real wake-up call if you haven't done so before. Processed foods can have an alarming amount of sodium, unhealthy fat, and sugar. To make it worse, after reading the label, you often realize the serving size is only half of or less than what you would normally eat. Next time you're your shopping, skip processed foods, and eat clean and greatly improve your health. Tip number two, buy local foods if possible. Possibly the most simplest yet difficult aspect of eating clean is to purchase local foods. Buying local, you cut out the travel time of the food and possibly packaging or processing. Unfortunately, even though buying local is healthier for you and the environment, and it helps support local businesses, 
sometimes, not all, it's a bit more expensive than what you would find at your local grocery store. But if you can afford it, it's worth it and doesn't cost that much more in general. And even less if you can shop at a farmer's market, especially for things like fruits and vegetables. Now, although it's good to buy produce that's marked as from the state or province that you live in, it's unlikely that you will buy from the actual city you live in. So just be aware that there will be some travel time and packaging involved in the processing of your food, but it's best to buy directly from the source as often as possible. So that's what I have for today. I pray that this has been a blessing and beneficial to you. Please pass it on to your family and friends. And remember to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM, The Joy. And we'll share more health and wellness information with you. Thank you. Be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. Good morning, everybody. I'm here with uh, Brother Daryl Speaks. Speaks. Um, as um, James just said, I came in about two months ago. I basically was weighing 420 pounds. I went to the doctor recently in that March. When I came to James, it was April. And the doctor says, oh, you've lost five pounds since you were here last. And I've been making small changes and um, walking and diving, nothing major. I still ate a lot of meats and a lot of things I didn't realize was harming me as much as they were. But the doctor says, I'm going to put you on this um, diabetic drug, and I don't have diabetes. It runs on both sides of the family, but I never had that. I had blood pressure problems and cholesterol, but not diabetes. And basically, I was debating for myself. I didn't like medication. So I kept mulling over my head. I said, I really don't want to be on another drug. And I knew for a fact from doing research that when you live a more holistic lifestyle, you eat more of a plant-based diet, you lose weight. And then part of it is you come off a lot of medications if done the right way. So I looked up on the website where James and his wife Karen Roberts, they had their fitness program. And I knew for a fact people, my pastor and other people I knew who had went through the program, they had lost weight successfully. And that was proof of it. You know, I knew that it worked. Had seen the people, knew, saw them what they looked like before and what they look like now. So I contacted them by Facebook. Now I looked up their phone number and I called James, and James called me back and says, Hey, meet with me. And when he met with me, he told me pretty much what the plan would be. And I got with it. Started like the next week, actually. He said, You can wait to start the next month because we're at the end of April. He said, You can just start, you know, right away. And I said, Okay, I'll start. So I get up every morning about 4 o'clock in the morning to meet him here around 5-something, and it's worth it, though. Now I've lost, I started at 420. Today I weigh 3, I'm 368. 368, so that's 50-some pounds within almost, like, two months' time, right? So I've been eating a plant-based diet, and it's been rewarding to me. I have more energy when I get up in the morning. I do more. And I'm learning different things about health practices I never knew before, like my breathing. Changes to your life. Okay, I made changes in my life with diet and exercise. It's made me more aware of different practices when I'm doing exercises, when I'm doing my breathing. And it's made me more aware of how 
to lose weight the right way and how to do things physically the right way. Because sometimes we think we're doing things in a gym or we're doing things on our own and it's really spinning wheels. Now, for the first time in my life, I'm wearing a t-shirt and I feel comfortable in it. I'm losing weight all the way over and it's amazing. And I mean, I've lost weight before, but never to this extent. And this has built my confidence up. It's made a whole big difference in my life. And my relationship with food has definitely changed. I find myself now in a place where I fast regularly every week. I actually eat foods for my health and nutrition and for my life and not, I don't eat, I don't live to eat. Because when I live to eat, I would just, oh, I gotta have eggs, I gotta have turkey bacon. Oh, I gotta have this cheese, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I would have never thought in a million years I would ever divorce myself from eggs and cheese. Because I could have gave up the meat, but eggs and cheese I liked. I liked potatoes of all types. I can still have sweet potato, but at the same time, it's learning about these foods, what they do for your body, and eating for your nutrition. So my mind has completely changed, and I really do thank James for what he's done. I called myself working on it on my own. But now, through working out with James, that's taught me there's a difference in how you go about things. Because sometimes we can say to ourselves, well, I've lost weight before, I'm just going to go walk it off. I've lost weight before, I'm just going to go do this or whatever, do this diet. diet. But sometimes when you do those things, you get the same results. You get a pattern where you do it for a little while, you keep the weight off for about a year or two, and then bam, all of a sudden one day you look up all the weights piled back on because you're not learning skills of how to really master eating. Because some people, and I have to admit myself, food had mastered me. I was a slave to food, you know. And then also, we had to break out habits that we've been taught because on both sides of my family, there were a lot of health issues that prevailed. I watched several family members live and die by the food they ate. Like I had a grandma. On that side of the family, her and my granddaddy, you could go over the house anytime and you could smell chitlins cooking on the back porch. And that wasn't good. They knew all the insides of cows and pigs and everything, even though they lived in the city. And it was weird that they ate like that, but at the same time, it was the death of them, too. They couldn't let go. And then if you tried to tell them about getting rid of pork and beef, they looked at you like, oh, please, we've been eating this way for I'll, I'll die this way. And then, like my other grandma, he said, you're going to die of something. But that's not good. Because well, in the end, she used to always say, I don't have blood pressure problems, I don't have cholesterol problems, but she had a heart problem. And in the end, she died just last year of a massive heart attack and didn't even know she had it. Well, when you say that uh, <coughs> your family, did they work on farm or? They did. Like my mom's side of the family, definitely they were sharecroppers. So they worked on a farm. So they were basically active people. They you know? were. It's they just that they had a bad diet. They did, and they believed that they could eat pork and beef. I know in our household it was slightly different because my mom, she gave up pork and beef, and I went along with her. That's been years ago when we gave up that. But we still ate turkey meat products and chicken and stuff like that. And even to this day, my mom says it's still a struggle with her to give up fried chicken. But that's just one of those things. So, and I think it takes discipline. You have to realize when enough is enough. My enough came one day, I went to eat this restaurant in Greensboro, I'm not naming it, but I wanted some seafood. It was fried, like shrimp, and some uh, fish. But somehow that day, I believe God allowed me to have that fish because the shrimp was tastily very, very good. 
it was clean, it didn't have the little brown streak in it or nothing. But somehow it just didn't feel right. And I believe that God already had my mind changing. And it was already like, why? Because in my mind, every time I would see people eating this bad food and myself getting ready to partake in it, I said, it just kept going through my mind, why are you eating food that's killing you? And that thought kept coming up, and I couldn't get rid of it. And then once you know something, you're then responsible to change. You can't just let that ignore what you heard and what you saw. And me, I've seen too much. I watched my dad go through what he went through in the hospital, and then finally he died. I watched several members of my family. They died by the food they ate. It caused diabetes and all kinds of problems that eventually took them out. And I mean, I didn't make a choice. I wasn't going to end up like that. Well, it, you say that you knew that the foods that your family was eating was causing their health issues. And the fact that, that the doctor, even though you didn't have diabetes, wanted to put you on metformin mm-hmm. to, to get you to help you try to lose weight rather than tell you about natural ways of, of doing and progressing. And when you came to us and talked about your goal, and I told you to write it down, did that help you uh, focus on what you, you saw that you wanted to do? That helped me tremendously. And I remember going and doing it right away because that's one thing I believe in doing. It's funny, I'm old-fashioned. A lot of times if I have a lot to do in a day, I, I, I put it in my cell phone sometimes, but I like to write it out. Somehow I just still like to pull out a piece of paper, write out all the goals I got for the day. And most of the time, if I write out what I want to do, I'll get to the end of the day, I'll look at the list again, and without even checking it off, I'll look and I said, I did all these things I made by my mind I was going to do. And I've done that in a year's time. I've looked at a journal where I wrote all the goals I wanted to do for that year. And then at the end of the year, I look around, and pretty much I might have listed eight things, and then out of the eight, six of them are done. Well, and sometimes I look at God and say, God, you're amazing. And I said, this stuff I had eaten three visits, little list, and never looked at it again. But it goes to show, Papaka 2-4 doesn't lie. Write the vision and make it plain. Uh, when, when it comes to your vision or your goals, that you set for yourself and you talk about, not you're not only setting them for yourself, but you want to be an example to others. So is that, has that been something you noticed that other people are starting to uh, see your vision and, and actually try to maybe get on board with it? It is. There's people that I've met in businesses that knew me when I told them I walked out the park that I work, I walk out there. Some of them I start seeing them pop up at the park. They're walking along with me. And it's weird because even people that brought work at the park, they know they say you slimming down. And even a man that comes out to the park all the time, he just sits out there and watches nature and he says, you losing. You losing. I was like, yes. <laughs> so it's funny when you see things like that happening and people taking notice of what's happening. When when you talk about uh, a lot of people think that Karen and I tell people they have to give up everything. But that's not what we do. We, we try to encourage people to do as much as they can do and be willing to, to change in order to get the goal that they set for themselves. Because it, it's like uh, the uh, thing that people always say, you can't get a different result, you know, doing the same things over and over and over again. So when when you when I
made suggestions to you, and it wasn't me who had to do it. It was you who had to make the choice to do it. And did I not? Did I bombard you with, you know, go home, do this, go home, do that? It was your choice, because ultimately, when you go home, who's who's with you? That's just being by myself. So, when when you make an agreement with with somebody that you're going to change, do you think you should honor the agreement? Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, but but the first agreement that we all make as believers is with who? With God. With God. I mean, if we ask for God's help, He's faithful. You know what I'm saying? He's faithful to help us with whatever it is that we say we ask. If we ask anything according to his will, he is faithful to empower us to do it. But it takes what? What's the key word here? It takes faith. It takes faith and it takes discipline. discipline. It takes consistent discipline, too. It takes, consistent. you know, because if you're not consistent with your discipline, because one day you can be on, one day you can be off. You know what I'm saying? And I, I try to encourage you uh, by what has happened to me. You know what I'm saying? I tell you my story. But my story, a lot of people think because I am a trainer, that my story is different. It's not. True. My story is the same as everybody else. I, I fight with food addiction just like everybody else does. I, I know what chicken tastes like. I know what hamburgers taste like. I know what fish tastes like. I, I know what cake tastes like. <laughs> the thing is that I have to be willing to change my direction. And that's what you told me this morning. That, you know, your direction is focused on a certain goal. What's your goal? My goal is to get down to about 250 pounds. Now, when you set that goal for yourself, have you written it down? Yes, I have. And... And you say when you get up and you go walking on your own and you have friends that, you know, are encouraging, tell me about going to play tennis or whatever. <laughs> These are things that you determine to do for yourself. And when you come here and we try to work on building more muscle mass, training on, training on getting your tone, and you told me that you've lost weight before, uh, but it didn't look the same. No, it did not. And I didn't have the same confidence as I have now. Because now, this is the first time you've ever seen me in a t-shirt. Because before, I had t-shirts galore. Never felt like brown because I always felt self-conscious in my body. But now, I've lost so much within my body that it, I feel comfortable in them. I don't feel like, you know, the t-shirt is just wearing me like a billboard or something. I feel like, you know, I feel real comfortable in my skin. Mm -hmm. And that makes a huge difference to have that kind of confidence in your body. You talk about your mom. Has she encouraged you to uh, stay focused on your goal? Yes, she has. She's been actually a very great encourager. And it's making her change her eating habits. So that's interesting. Her even being around me, has she seen the change in me and what, what I've eaten. And she says, I'm going to have to start doing this too. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, probably in the next month or two, you'll probably see her doing the same thing. Because that's the way she is. She'll see us doing such like, mm, that's working, but they're all going to do it too. So it, it inspires you to inspire others, right? It does. And, and the, the way that you talked about 
your relationship with your father. I can tell that you had a strong relationship with your father and that your father may have had some regrets about things that he could have changed earlier in his life. But now that you know that really mainly everybody can change, everybody has the same option to, to be able to inspire others, show, show Christ rather than talk about Christ. You know, your witness, get your testimony gets a lot better when people can see that you're more disciplined. Is that true? It is. It really is true. Uh, when it comes to uh, your goal to lose not just weight but become a healthier you, when we talked about the foods that we eat, we talk about nutrition more so than we talk about, you know, dieting. Right. You know, we talk about getting the proper nutrition, you know, making sure. Have you noticed that your skin looks better? I have. It's like a dramatic difference. And at first I was like, what in the world? Because I had to keep looking twice in the mirror. I said, is this really my face? Because I noticed not too long ago, I was looking in the mirror and said, my face is slimmer. Because somebody had told me that, like one of my friends had told me, they said, your face looks slim. Then I heard it again. Somebody was like, your face looks angular or something now. And I was like, what chiseled? And then it caught me one day, I was washing my face off in the mirror. You know, I looked up, I said, no. <laughs> so when, when it comes down to your health and the way you're focusing now on not just losing weight, do you feel like this is something that you could continue for the rest of your life? It definitely is, and I tell people that all the time. I'm like, my sister, if I talk to her about losing weight, I know what I'm doing now. She'll say, oh, that's a diet. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. And I have to keep correcting people on that. It's mm-hmm. not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. I say, because I'm not going back to that food. Sorry. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not doing it again. Well, when you talk about lifestyle change, do you, do you think that a lot of people don't understand that because they're thinking, well, the only reason why you would change what you're eating is to lose weight. But that's not the reason why you do it. The reason why you change what you're eating is so that you can maintain your health. Because just like you were talking about when you go back to the doctor, you're not going to the doctor and show me lost weight. You're going to the doctor so that you can get a clean bill of health. Exactly. You know, so you don't want him to just say, well, you lost weight. You know, now all you got to do is take five pills where you were taking six. That's not the goal. Not at all. Be off of it completely. The goal is to, to live without these pills. Oh. And, and let me ask you something. You, you're talking about your physical. How is your mental? been since you've started eating better? Mentally, it's helped me. It's been transformative. I have to deal in a job where I deal with people in a hospital environment where they come to you and time you hear in their voice, sometimes it's tension. And you can tell that they're ready to argue, ready to fight. And it's made me more of a calm person when dealing with like bad combative situations. I still maintain my cool even much, much better now. I can do it before, but even much better. Now it's like when I look at situations, I think very logically. And I believe it's like it's really me getting closer to God in a better sense. And he's helping guard my mouth. 
Because me as a person, if I have to tell people what I think, just being Daryl, I'm very smart-mouthed and I can be very combative, but I, I choose not to feed that bad wolf. I choose to feed the good wolf in life and choose, to, and choose my words carefully. And me, a lot of times, I'm able to look at situations with people and I'm like, okay, they're not mad at me, they're mad at the situation. And then by the time I get to finish talking to the person and give them all their options, they're like, I really appreciate you. They say, you're the first person to really talk to me and give me real options. And that's what I do now. I listen to people not to hear their issues and problems, but to be a solution to it. Because I'm listening to them, sure enough, but I'm also trying to listen to see, okay, what's the big problem underneath all of this? Because what I do is for a job, you almost have to play psychologist, so you listen to people. And even though they might be rattling for 20 minutes about other things that don't matter, you're like, no, but you came here from this. And they're like, okay, <laughs> I did, didn't I? I said, yeah, you did. I said, we can help you with that. Well, you, you talked about, you know, how you physically, mentally feel. <coughs> Has this inspired you to be able to wound and look at others in a different way, you know, because everybody struggles, you know, everybody has this struggle. But has this been so hard that you don't think anybody else could do it? I mean, you know, you were 420 pounds. Here it is, two months later, you're 52 pounds lighter. But it, it doesn't seem like it's been that big of a struggle for you. It, has it been a big struggle? I can only say God has been helping me. Through this entire journey, God has been helping me. And I feel like the whole time all this started, the time I started really questioning why I was eating bad food, that was God dealing with me then. Because he was making an unrest be within me where I would not settle for anything less. And so when I started doing this, really when I started this whole path, I remember telling God, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I got the budget for that. I don't know if I got the money for that. But then I thought about something James said earlier, though, the amount of money that you put into your health, you get so many dollars back, you know, and then plus not only dollars back, you get years back in your life. So that was one thing. But then I remember the week I had to make a decision about really starting out enough again. I was like, I don't have the money for that. I don't know where God caused a check to come my way from something I had no idea about. It was like an old insurance policy, something crazy I got my check from. And when that thing came in the mail, it was like, Holy Spirit was like, now. I said, you're right. And <laughs> I got that money together real fast. I said, nigga, cast the check and go get right, get right to James. And there was something how God started me on that path. And once I started on it, though, it was like any type of obstacle like I ran into, I was just, I still pray to God to stay. I said, God, give me the strength. Even some days I get a very bad, I feel like getting up doing morning exercise and doing them in the evening too. But at the same time, that's what I do. I do the regimen as far as the diet part, but also get up early in the morning and do my early morning exercises. Then I go out in the evening. After work, it's a stress reliever. I said, not that it work, it's really stressful, stressful, but it, I like being outside. I like, especially this time of year, it's beautiful. But I thank God all the time for help. But as far as the food, it was not hard as I thought it would be. And I think in our minds, we think, oh, raw vegetables, ugh, yuck, yuck, nasty. But it's not nasty. It's actually good for you. And once you start feeling the way your body feels, and then when you start realizing your relationship with food, 
how, okay, I can go. I don't have to eat on the clock by everything the workplace is. Oh, it's 10 o'clock, time to go get that morning Twinkie. Oh, it's 2.30 in the afternoon, time to go get this little snack I like to eat, a Slim Jim or whatever. No, you don't have to do that. You got options and choices, and you can't make better choices by just, you know, because some little more fruits and vegetables. You know, with me, it was to like little smoothies or whatever, I would balance it out the way I would drink that with water. And I'm beginning to realize my body is running fine without some foods I thought I couldn't live without. But sometimes in your mind, you say, I can't live without that. I need that. It helps me get through the day. I need that sugar rush. Because when you work in some of these jobs like call centers, I used to work at, they'll bring you food you don't need. Or you go to these gyms, they're going to give you a bunch of pizza and Panera Bread. What's that? Those little uh, bagels. And that's craziness. And now looking back, I said, I can see why I never did lose weight before. Because I was not in my, I wasn't positioning my mind to think like I do now. Well, that's all our time. We want to thank Daryl for coming on and talking about his experiences. And we want you to think about your experiences and how you can be healthy. Keep living fit and doing what matters. God bless you. For James and Karen, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time. Keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.